Red with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences. I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself, talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag HeadWithJB. That's H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B. And follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. Episode number four, choosing medication for my depression changed my life. I'm on medication, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's your girl, Jay Bless, back again. Episode number four in my head. Oh, man, I hope you guys are enjoying this journey with me. Uh, Shout out to everyone that's pursuing their dreams, pushing towards your goals. Listen, it took me a while to even start this podcast. I've been out, you know, thinking, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this until I finally jumped in the booth. So shout out to my dude, Kashif, who actually said, to hell with this shit. We're going to get you in the goddamn booth. We pay for studio time. Bitch, you need to show up. And your girl was ready to go, so I stay ready, all right? I stay ready. Shout out to all the stay ready people who ain't never have to get ready. You always stay ready. Shout out to y'all. You're going to be blessed. For the others, please get your shit together (laughs) because you might miss an opportunity when it presents itself. Always be prepared for opportunities. Um, But, yeah, shout out to everyone that is pushing and pursuing their dreams and goals. I applaud you. Um, this podcast is a project, uh, you know, that I am so very proud of, and um, I'm so grateful that you're joining me in this journey. In my head. So today I'm talking about the fact that I am on medication. Say what? Yes, yo, I swear, I'm on. I am on medication for my mind, and I wanna. Um, yo, I'm talking and like my leg is shaking. <laughs> this is wow. My, my leg, my, my leg is shaking. So let me take a deep breath. You want to take one with me? Take a deep breath with me. Breathing changes the chemical reactions in your body. I think I'm having a bit of anxiety just knowing that I'm about to share with the world that I'm on medication. 
Yeah. And so I just had to be mindful in this moment and just take a deep breath and um, and be honest and real and raw with you. That's why you're going to keep coming back for more because you're like, listen, she keeps it real. I started medication uh, a couple of months ago. And it was because I had finally reached that point in my in my life where I felt I had no other option. That seasonal affective depression or disorder was affecting me so much. I wasn't getting enough sunlight. I was feeling so depressed. You know, I was just gloomy being, you know, in the winter blues. And over the years, I've managed it. But 2018 into 2019, I don't know, it didn't even snow that much, but there was hardly any sun, and it was just crazy. I I just felt so overwhelmed. In addition to, I had a crisis that happened in my life in January that brought me to my knees. So adding all these things together, and the fact that I already suffer with depression, oh my God, I, I was losing my mind. And I knew at that point, I couldn't do it by myself. I know I was doing talk therapy, and I absolutely knew that I was ready. I couldn't do it by myself anymore, and I would not allow myself to say, I don't want to be on medication because I don't want people to look at me funny, or, you know, what else would I say in my head? Or I don't want to be on medication because I don't want to deal with any kind of crazy side effects and, you know, all the things I would talk about. So we're going to talk more about that as we go on, but... I made that conscious decision to get on medication. And it really has changed my life. I'm not going to divulge what kind of medication I'm on. Like, listen, I ain't all that real with y'all. <laughs> Some things I'm going to keep to my goddamn self. <laughs> but what I can tell you is that I'm on low dosages, but I've had to go through a couple of different treatments to figure out what worked best for me. Just like going through a couple of different therapists to find out who synced better with me, who vibed better with me, whose energy I liked more, who brought out the best of me, was the same way I had to go through that process with medication with my psychiatrist. And um, I was scared out of my mind. And I think that's a fear that we have based, again, if you listen to episode three, based, again, on the taboos and stigmas and stereotypes that have been passed down within our community about medication. And so the same way you would have a headache and go pop an Excedrin, or you would suffer with migraines and your doctor would prescribe a certain medication for you to combat your migraine, your mental dis-ease, is the same way there is medication for your mind for chemical imbalances in your body to help you cope through the season. You don't have to be on it for a year or years. You may just have to be on it for the winter months. But there's an option, and I want to normalize the whole idea of medication and therapy. And so I'm on medication for my mind, and as you probably know, it's uh, 
brain-altering medication, once you start going into the Prozacs and, and, and the Wellbutrins and, and all the different types of medication, but it's based on that particular patient and where their diseases lay and what bothers them most. Is it PTSD? Is it anxiety? And also how it affects their body. And so I had to go through a couple of different changes. And what my doctor had to tell me was, it gets worse before it gets better. So I'm just going to let you know this up front because your body is adjusting. But for me personally, it was more because I was adjusting with the medication while going through a crisis. So it was a lot of things at the same time. But I thought, I'm like, yo, is this thing even working? I feel like I might be on a placebo or something. Like, doc, how do I know if this is working? And she told me it's working because, first of all, you're not in bed talking to me. You're actually up doing things. And based on your pattern now, it's changed. Have you not noticed how you're more active now? You're not sad. You're not crying all the time. And so I started journaling my process of going on medication. And, man... I'm so happy I did. Man, I actually wish, I was like, why the hell did I not go on this shit before? My ex-husband actually asked, why were you not on this shit before? (laughs) Shout out to the men in my life. (laughs) Because God knows, when you had pre-medication, Jamie, you were dealing with a whole lot of shit. So, (laughs) shout out to the people that loved me. Oh, God. <laughs> Just dust your shoulders off. <laughs> you, you are the real MVP. <laughs> so, no, seriously, I, I am proud that I'm on medication. It's really changed my life. And I want to normalize the fact that, listen, there are some of us who have chemical imbalances. Ladies, you have an irregular period. Uh, that is a chemical imbalance. Fellas, like, you angry all the goddamn time? Like, you might want to go sit with the doctor about that. First of all, go sit with the therapist. And let me just say right now, again, I'm not giving medical advice. I am not a doctor. I'm, I'm speaking based off research and experience and just sister to fam, all right? So take whatever you need. But you cannot go to your PCP or a general practitioner to talk about mental health. You need to specifically go to someone, a licensed therapist, to talk about mental health. I am not going to go to a cardiologist when I got feet problems. I'm not when I got a podiatry problem. I am going to go to that person that specializes in that special area. And then they would then advise you or maybe just go from a therapist to a psychiatrist or go straight to a psychiatrist and say, listen, I don't know how I'm feeling, but I know I need a boost of energy. Like, I feel really... I feel unfocused, unmotivated. I feel mentally fatigued. I feel like I don't feel like myself. How can I how can I fix this? What can I do? Is there a medication that I could take just to like help boost me? There's another uh, fear that some people think they may get addicted to medication. Well, first of all, that's why you go to therapy so they can decide whether or not you're an addictive type of person. <laughs> uh, it's not pain medication. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's not. Um, but I know personally that I am not an addictive type of person. I was addicted to masturbation, but God, Jesus, he saved me. <laughs> let me tell you, no, no, oh my God, I can't believe I said that, but let me say how, how he saved me. This goddamn pill! 
<laughs> Yo, that's pale. Yo, this pill, I don't even touch myself. <laughs> this is a side effect. You know, you know why? You know why? It 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 changes it changes your your mental makeup. And again, I'm not a doctor, but it does change what would normally trigger you into unhealthy behavioral patterns you had before. So I would use masturbation, kind of like to numb sexually, like, okay, fine, I'm not going to call a dude, but I'll be there, and, and I'm multi-orgasmic. Damn! Jesus, Lord, I tell all, all my business. <laughs> Don't hit me up, okay? Hashtag head with JB. But no, seriously, um, there's a lot of different side effects, but my side effect really was just like, I don't think I had a side effect. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Like, I didn't really have a side effect. I was just more concerned, is, is this working? For some people, the side effect might be dry mouth. Go drink some water. <laughs> really. For some people, the side effect might be, in the beginning, like, slight headaches because their body's adjusting, but after, it's normal, and it's like, you feel better. I am my best self being on medication. And I would advise you, don't, don't be scared. Just like you feel better when you pop an Advil or Excedrin or Motrin for your headache. Please sponsor me, guys. Thank you. Uh, it's the same way. <laughs> it's the same way you can get on a mental health regimen with your doctor to help you with the chemical imbalances in your mind. In my head. So, how do we reduce fears about therapy and medication? I reached out to a friend in my head to talk about these stigmas about psychotherapy and medication. Dr. Symbiet Alidaran Adihije, also known as Dr. Sim, PhD, of Conscientia MD, has 10 years of experience in treating adults with ADHD, depression, anxiety, PTSD, bipolar disorder, and other mental health conditions. She practices as a board-certified psychiatric and mental health nurse practitioner, licensed in both New York and New Jersey. Dr. Sim graduated summa cum laude from Rutgers University with a bachelor's and master's of science degree in nursing, and she further received an MD and PhD in public health from the University of Science, Arts, and Technology, Montserrat, the Florida campus. At her on Instagram, follow her at Dr. Sim number seven. So I want to go straight into the questions. So right off the bat, are we seeing a rise in awareness of our people seeking psychotherapy as an aid to their mental wellness, or is it still taboo? So generally, I think it's still mostly taboo. Um, and the reason for that is that the people that are getting help are not necessarily speaking out or making it known that they're getting help. So still taboo, but we're definitely seeing a, kind of like a mini rise in it. It's not where we want it to be. African-Americans we're talking about, right? And and Caribbean Americans, for sure. So it's still a taboo. It's still something that no one wants to talk about. I'm saying if, if I say I've seen a rise in my practice, maybe like a 10% rise in the last year, which is fine. We're, we're moving forward better than what we used to be, but we definitely need to speak more about mental health. And whoever's seeking help should also encourage other people to get help if they need it. Why is medication a helpful option for people silently suffering with depression, chemical imbalances, and other mental diseases? A lot of people have the fear of medication when it comes to psychological problems or psychiatric problems. Um, it's kind of hard to, to sell because there's really no way of measuring your mind or measuring your brain, but you have to trust your healthcare professional. You have to at least have some kind of trust in them because one, there's a chemical imbalance in the brain that typically comes with depression or anxiety, um, bipolar disorder, and so on. And I want you to think of this chemical imbalance as if you have diabetes. If you have diabetes, your blood 
sugar will be up, right? And you need to take either insulin or uh, an anti-diabetic medication in most cases. Sometimes you could do with diet and exercise. But usually, if your diabetes is that bad, and in this case, if your mental uh, disorder is bad enough that it worries you every day, bad enough that it affects your daily lifestyle, then you may want to consider medication because we're treating the chemical imbalance in the brain. Therapy is good. good. Therapy alone sometimes helps, but most of the time you, we need a combination of therapy and medication to, to fix the problem for us. And a lot of people have the fear that I have to be on medication for the rest of my life. That's not always the case. Think about it as sometimes you need medication to give you the scaffolding that you that you need at the time because maybe you're going through stressors, recent breakup, lost your parents, lost a job. All of those things can be very stressful. And sometimes you just need that additional help to put you where you need to be. That therapy alone can help you. All right. So why do you think people in the Black, Caribbean, and even African communities fear medication for their minds. Let's talk about this. So I think, the, again, the fear of medication comes from, one, the stigma that comes with taking an antidepressant or a psychiatric medication. Some of, And then, two, it's mostly people just not knowing, like people just not knowing better. Um, a lot of it has to do with education. Like I said before, think about it as diabetes of your mind. If your blood sugar is high, would you not take insulin or medication if you have to? Same thing with the mind. Sometimes the chemical imbalance in the brain is high that you need to take medication to help you with it. So why I think people don't is one, misinformation, two, the stigma, three, education, people just don't know. They just don't know that you have these options. Um, I would encourage that people take medication if they have to. If your mental health provider suggests or recommends medication, take it. Give it a try. It's not permanent. It's not something that once you do, you can never go back. If you try it and you feel like you don't like it or it's not helping you, then you can always try something else. Um, but I would tell you this. 85% of the time, especially with my African-American um, clients or patients, 85% of the time when they have tried medication, because before an African-American or people in our culture even come out to you, it must be really bad, right? By the time they get there, by the time they come to me or to a healthcare professional, it's bad enough that you probably need medication. And usually when people take the medication, they feel better. 85% of the time, I haven't had someone tell me I regret it. It's mostly, oh my God, why did I wait this long? So... All right, Dr. Sim, you're giving us a wealth of information. And one last question before you go. What would you advise someone who feels a tremendous, continuous, and prolonged sense of mental stress, anguish, and even unexplainable grief? So here's what I say. If you feel like you need to speak to someone about your mood, about your irritability, anger, um, sadness, uh, where you are in life, feeling stuck, suicidal thoughts, speak to someone. Let the mental health professional be the one to at least guide you and let you know if you need medication or not. But it's worth actually giving it a try. Talk to someone and they can help you with that. Thank you so much, Dr. Sim. Make sure you follow her on Instagram at drsim7. That's the number seven. Dr. Sim, she's amazing out of Conscientious MD. So if you need to find a psychiatrist, a, a doctor, make sure you hit her up. Her information is also in the summary of this podcast. So make sure you check it out. And, and you know, you can always hit me on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm going to give you all that information. Make sure you subscribe or send me an email. You know how to reach me. So we're winding down episode number four. Listen. Yo, I'm feeling myself. <laughs> yeah, is that medication, though? <laughs> I'm happy all the fucking time. <laughs> Yo, get me, get me out of here. 
I am happy all the time. Thank God, thank God, thank God that you came into my life. Medication, I feel so empowered, so powerful, so dynamic. I got a spurt of energy. I'm so driven. Before, I was so down and unmotivated and just groggy and just so sad. Now, now, I do get sad, but I bounce back so quickly. Now, I do feel sometimes a little bit of, you know, normal human emotions, but... The way how it works within my body is that it rewires me and puts me back into focus of, okay, that's unhealthy. And medication is most effective with psychotherapy. It's most effective with talk therapy. It's most effective when you have someone you're talking with in addition to taking medication, someone who's supervising you. So you can't just take medication on its own. Anyway, I gone because we got other things to do. But before I go, let me tell you what's playing in my head. This is kind of different. If you know me, then you know I love podcasts as well. But I love Bishop T.D. Jakes. If you know me, you know that. So he has a new book out called Crushing. And so why don't you go on YouTube and check out this episode that he had on Crushing. God turns pressure into power um, with Bishop T.D. Jakes. Hosted by Pastor Stephen Furtick. It's on YouTube. Check it out. It's a bit different. I know it's not music, but let me tell you, it's going to change your life and empower you. And if you are in a mental place right now where you are doubting yourself and doubting your worth and doubting your greatness, you need to go check out that YouTube interview, Crushing God Turns Pressure into Power by Bishop T.D. Jakes and Pastor Stephen Furtick. Some things that we don't get on Sunday morning and that we don't talk about and that we don't expose people to, some path pathologies, some ways in which you process yourself that keeps you underfoot. And I wrote Crushing to tell you, yes, you go through it and I go through it and we go through it and we all go through it and I've never met anybody extremely gifted who has not gone through extreme crushing, but none of them stayed there. And, and, And I believe that many of you, your time has come to come out from underfoot, even if the foot is your own. And to, 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 to finish the process of becoming what God had in mind. Listen, it's your girl having an amazing time. But before I go, you know, I always ask you to check in with me. So let me know. Are you afraid of taking medication or are you on medication? Be honest with me. Are you on medication and has it changed your life? Or are you considering getting on medication? Or are you afraid of medication? Let's talk about it. Our community online is so supportive. Make sure you use the hashtag HeadWithJB. That's H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B. Share your thoughts with me. Let's support you. This is a healthy, safe space. I love you so much for always tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, download and share it with your friends and your family and your nana and your cousin and everybody and those you know that need some medication. <laughs> Listen, you know there's some people that need medication. Uh, it might be you though (laughs) just know that it's been an absolute pleasure sharing my thoughts with you thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of in my head